The content in this podcast is fully AI-generated based on real news articles. Listener discretion is advised. For more detailed information and the original context, please refer to the links provided in the show notes, which direct you to the news articles this podcast is based on. Enjoy the show. Welcome to today's episode of the AI Tech News Podcast. I'm your host, John, joined by our tech experts, Joanne and Jessica. How are you both today? Doing great, John. Excited to dive into today's topics. I'm ready to go, John. Can't wait to discuss what's new in AI. Fantastic. Let's jump into our first article from Interesting Engineering. It's about an AI model called AI Death Calculator Life2Vec, which claims to predict a person's lifespan. Quite a topic, huh? Oh, wow. That's a bit... Morbid, isn't it? But definitely intriguing. It seems like AI is stepping into every aspect of our lives. Indeed, Joanne. This tool isn't just about predicting lifespan, though. It also claims to predict income and health using technology similar to ChatGPT, and it was trained on data from Denmark. That's fascinating. It's like AI is becoming a crystal ball for our lives. But how exactly does this AI death calculator work? So it takes into account key life events like a person's job, education, and health history. Using this data, it predicts their personality, future earnings, and even the length of their lives. I'm curious about the accuracy of these predictions. I mean, life is so unpredictable, right? That's a good point, Joanne. AI predictions are based on patterns and data, but there's always an element of uncertainty, especially with something as complex as human life. Absolutely. It's a reminder of how AI is impacting various fields, from education to medicine, art, and even the military. All right, moving on to our next topic, AI and its role in unlocking the secrets of human imagination and memory formation. This comes from Neuroscience News. Moving on to our next exciting piece from Neuroscience News. It's about how AI is unlocking the secrets of human imagination and memory formation. A study by UCL researchers uses a generative AI to mimic how our brains process memories. Quite a leap, right? Oh, that sounds amazing. So they're using AI to understand our brain's memory encoding and retrieval? That's like science fiction becoming reality. Exactly, Joanne. The study focused on the interaction between two critical brain areas, the hippocampus and neocortex. The AI model simulated how these areas work together for memory processing and how the neocortex forms these conceptual representations from experiences. Conceptual representations. So this is like how we can think back on past events and even imagine new scenarios. Right, John. The model also provides insights into memory's role in survival and predicting future events. It's fascinating to see how this AI approach can help us understand memory distortions as well. I'm intrigued by how they trained this AI. What exactly did they do? The researchers used a generative neural network and played 10,000 images of simple scenes to the model. The hippocampal network encoded each scene and replayed them to train the neocortical network. 
So it's like teaching the AI to mimic our brain's way of remembering and imagining things. That's quite a feat. And it's not just about memory recall, right? This model also explains how we generate new events during imagination and planning. Absolutely. The senior author, Professor Neil Burgess, noted that this reconstruction of memories, rather than being exact records, helps combine the meaning or gist of an experience with unique details. It's a groundbreaking insight into our cognitive processes. Truly groundbreaking indeed. All right, let's shift gears to something equally fascinating. Next up, we have a story from CNN about how AI helped write a book that won a prestigious Japanese literary award. Now let's discuss something from the world of literature. CNN reports that Ri Kudan, winner of a prestigious Japanese literary award, admitted to using AI, specifically ChatGPT, in writing her book. Quite a modern twist to traditional writing, wouldn't you say? That's really something. It's not every day you hear about AI contributing to award-winning literature. She even plans to continue using AI in her future novels. Yes, it's quite a revelation. About 5% of her book, The Tokyo Tower of Sympathy, was actually generated by AI. This book, by the way, was praised as practically flawless by the committee members. So the novel features AI as a theme, too. That's quite meta. Tell us more about the plot. It's about an architect tasked with building a comfortable high-rise prison in Tokyo for rehabilitation. Kudan even mentioned using ChatGPT for personal advice, and sometimes those interactions influenced her writing. It seems AI in art is a bit controversial, though. Remember Boris Eldigson withdrawing from the Sony World Photography Awards for using AI? Right. And there's also the class action lawsuit by authors like George R.R. R. Martin and Jody Picoult against OpenAI for using copyrighted work in training systems like ChatGPT. True, John. And let's not forget the open letter signed by over 10,000 authors, including James Patterson and Margaret Atwood, demanding consent and fair compensation for using their work in AI training. Interestingly, prize committee member Keiichiro Hirano said on X, formerly known as Twitter, that Kudan's use of AI wasn't seen as a problem for this award. Yes, and while some on social media found Kudan's use of AI intriguing, others called it disrespectful to authors who don't use such technology. It's a debate that's likely to continue. Certainly a topic with diverse opinions. All right, next up, we have a story from the Washington Post about how ChatGPT error messages on platforms like Amazon and eBay are revealing AI-written content. Our next topic from the Washington Post is quite the eye-opener. Apparently, AI error messages on platforms like Amazon, eBay, and X are giving away AI-written content. This is turning into a new form of digital literacy, isn't it? Absolutely, John. These error messages like, I'm sorry, as an AI language model, I cannot complete this task, are popping up everywhere. They're generated when AI tools like ChatGPT get requests that violate their policies. It's a bit funny, but also a bit worrying. These messages are like a direct confession that the content 
isn't human-written. Mike Caulfield from the University of Washington mentioned that these AI tools are powering a new generation of spammy, low-quality content. It's like we're in a race to stay ahead of AI's impact on the Internet. And it's not just about the content. These AI error messages are being used as a quick way to detect AI fakery. Mackenzie Sadegi from NewsGuard noticed lots of posts on X with these messages, hinting at automated AI-generated content. That's a clever detective work. But it seems like we're just seeing the tip of the iceberg. There's probably a lot more AI-generated content out there without these error messages. Right. And the irony is that on X, even verified accounts are posting these AI error messages. It questions the effectiveness of systems meant to authenticate human users. It's a complex issue. OpenAI's spokesperson, Nico Felix, mentioned that they're refining usage policies for AI tools like ChatGPT as they learn about these abuses. And it's not just limited to social media. eBay listings, blog posts, even product pages on Amazon are showing these error messages. This really underscores the need for increased digital literacy and vigilance. Well, let's switch to something more technical. Next, we'll discuss Google Research's introduction of Aspire for Selective Prediction in LLMs, as covered by the Google Research blog. Let's delve into some tech-heavy news from the Google Research blog. They've introduced Aspire, a new framework for improving selective prediction in large language models, or LLMs. It's about making AI smarter in decision-making. Yes, John. Traditional LLMs, like the ones we often discuss, generate responses, but can't really tell how confident they are in those responses. Aspire aims to change that by allowing LLMs to output an answer with a confidence score. That sounds incredibly useful, especially for high-stakes applications. But how does Aspire actually work? Aspire involves three stages, task-specific tuning, answer sampling, and self-evaluation learning. Basically, it's teaching an LLM to not only answer questions, but also to evaluate its own answers. That's pretty advanced. So it's like giving the LLM a self-awareness of its accuracy? Exactly. The team used techniques like soft prompt tuning and LoRa for fine tuning. This helps the LLM to better understand if its generated answers are correct or not. I'm curious about the results. How effective was Aspire in their tests? Their results were promising. For instance, the OPAP 2.7B model adapted with Aspire performed better than the larger pre-trained OPT30B model on certain datasets like Kokue and Squad. That's impressive. It seems like with Aspire, even smaller models can be more accurate and reliable than larger ones in some cases. It's a big step towards AI models being trusted partners in decision-making. It'll be interesting to see how this evolves. Definitely a space to watch. Now let's shift our focus to Meta's perspective on AI. The next article is titled On AI, Progress and Vigilance Can Go Hand in Hand, an interesting take on the balance of AI development. All right, let's talk about Meta's perspective on AI, as discussed at the World Economic Forum in Davos. The focus was on the balance between progress and vigilance in AI development. It's a hot topic, right? Definitely. Meta, along with AI scientist Jan LeCun, 
emphasized that AI technologies could bring huge benefits, like boosting productivity and accelerating scientific research. They also highlighted the need for AI to be developed in a responsible, transparent, and accountable manner. This includes building safeguards into AI products and establishing standards and guardrails through collaboration between government and industry. That's crucial for ensuring AI is a force for good. Any examples of how Meta is using AI? Yes, John. For instance, Yale and EPFL's Lab for Intelligent Global Health Technologies used Meta's large language model, Llama 2, to build Metatron for clinical decision-making. Plus, they've partnered with NYU for faster MRI scans and Carnegie Mellon University for renewable energy storage projects. Meta seems to be advocating for an open approach to AI innovation. That's interesting, especially in light of recent debates on whether AI models should be kept in-house or made more openly available. True, and according to Mark Zuckerberg, Meta's vision is to build general intelligence, open source it responsibly, and make it widely available. They've already made tools like Llama 2 and their no-language-left-behind models accessible to many. Openness in AI is vital. It leads to better products, faster innovation, and a more flourishing market. Plus, it ensures models are continuously scrutinized and improved by the wider community. Meta is also focusing on developing AI responsibly. They train and fine-tune their models to fit safety guidelines and conduct red teaming to identify and mitigate vulnerabilities. It's a comprehensive approach, and with governments considering their own frameworks for AI, collaboration seems key. Next, let's explore how lazy imports and Cinder accelerate machine learning at Meta, covered by Facebook Engineering. Now, let's switch gears to Facebook Engineering's latest breakthrough. They've adopted Lazy Imports and the Python Cinder runtime to accelerate machine learning at Meta. This led to up to 40% improvements in time to first batch and 20% reduction in Jupyter kernel startup times. That's a significant leap. Speed is critical in machine learning development. Reducing the time it takes to process the initial training data can dramatically enhance productivity and experimentation. Exactly, Joanne. The time to first batch, or TTFB, is vital in ML development. Meta tackled this by adopting lazy imports with Cinder, which is a more aggressive approach that defers all imports as a default action. So what does lazy imports do exactly? It defers explicit imports until they are necessary, streamlining the startup process and reducing runtime imports. This approach is much broader and more powerful than previous methods, as it doesn't require manually selecting dependencies for lazy import. I can see how that would be a big advantage, but were there any challenges in adopting this new approach? Yes, there were compatibility challenges with existing libraries like PyTorch and NumPy. They had to balance performance optimization with code dependability, and there was also a learning curve for the development team. It sounds like a complex but rewarding process. What's next for lazy imports at Meta? Meta plans to streamline developer onboarding, enhance tooling for debugging, and collaborate with the Python community. They're looking to build a robust community around paradigms that work well with lazy imports. This advancement is a testament to how cutting-edge technology can elevate the ML development process. 
Speaking of advancements, our next article from Euronews discusses the best AI tools for powering academic research. This time, we're looking at a piece from Euronews about AI tools in academic research. It seems AI, especially language models like ChatGPT, is set to transform academia. That's right, John. According to Mushtaq Bilal, a researcher at the University of Southern Denmark, AI can democratize education and aid in academic research if used thoughtfully. Bilal emphasizes the importance of understanding the limitations of AI. For example, the output from language models can sometimes be biased or inaccurate. But with the right approach, these models can still be very useful. Interesting. How does Bilal suggest academics use AI effectively? He recommends mastering incremental prompting, which involves breaking down complex tasks into smaller steps. This technique helps in getting more sophisticated answers from AI models like ChatGPT. Bilal even demonstrated how ChatGPT could create a brilliant outline for a journal article using this method. He believes it could save significant time and effort in academic writing. That's quite innovative. Are there other AI tools that Bilal recommends for academic research? Yes, he mentions several, like Consensus, an AI-powered search engine for yes-no questions, and Elicit, an AI research assistant that uses language models based on research to provide intelligent conversations. He also suggests Cite, which provides real citations to published papers, and Research Rabbit, a tool for organizing and discovering academic papers. Lastly, ChatPDF, an app that makes analyzing journal articles easier. These tools could revolutionize academic research. Next, we'll explore a BBC.com article titled, What Happens When You Think AI Is Lying About You? Delving into the impact of AI on personal perceptions and trust. Next, we have an intriguing article from BBC.com titled, What Happens When You Think AI Is Lying About You? It's about the personal impact of AI-generated content. The article's author, Zoe Kleinman, found herself in a difficult situation. She was falsely identified an AI chatbot as a spreader of disinformation on social media. That's a troubling scenario. She tried to challenge this misinformation using other AI tools like ChatGPT and Google's BARD, but they refuse to generate such lists, citing irresponsibility. It raises important questions about AI regulation. In the UK, where this occurred, there's no official AI regulation yet. The government suggests folding AI issues into the work of existing regulators. Kleinman attempted to rectify the situation by reaching out to X and UK regulators, but she hit dead ends. Ofcom, which polices the Online Safety Act, said the list wasn't covered by the act as it wasn't criminal activity. It seems like AI-generated content can lead to complex legal issues. There are ongoing cases in the U.S. and Australia where individuals are suing over false information generated by AI. Exactly. And when Kleinman approached lawyers, she was told she was in uncharted territory regarding defamation in England and Wales. AI chatbots are known to hallucinate, meaning they can fabricate information. This unpredictability and lack of reliability make legal challenges difficult. In a final twist, 
Kleinman's colleagues at BBC Verify think the screenshot that accused her might have been faked in the first place. It's a reminder of the complexities AI brings to our lives. Certainly a thought-provoking situation. Now let's move on to our next topic from the Washington Post about how AI could help flag patients' dangerous alcohol use before surgery. Here's an interesting health-related AI development from the Washington Post. AI could be used to flag dangerous alcohol use in patients before surgery, according to a new study. Yes, the study published in the journal Alcohol, Clinical and Experimental Research used a natural language processing model to assess the medical records of over 53,000 patients. Alcohol misuse around surgery can lead to serious complications but the signs aren't always obvious in a patient's chart. This AI model could identify risky alcohol use by analyzing diagnostic codes and other indicators in medical records. That sounds like a significant advancement. How effective was the AI model compared to human experts? It performed quite well, matching the classifications of human alcohol use experts for a subset of records 87% of the time. This could be a big help for clinicians in identifying patients who need intervention. The model classified three times as many patients as being at risk compared to just using diagnostic codes, identifying 4.5% of the patients studied as at risk. It's a great example of AI aiding in healthcare. The researchers plan to make the model public eventually, but it will need to be trained on medical records from individual facilities. This analysis could pave the way for identifying other risks in primary care and beyond. AI really is transforming healthcare in remarkable ways. Absolutely. Now let's switch to a political angle. Our next article from the Washington Post discusses how Silicon Valley insiders are attempting to unseat Biden with help from AI. In a fascinating article from the Washington Post, we learn about Silicon Valley insiders using AI in a political campaign to unseat President Biden. They've launched an AI chatbot version of presidential candidate Dean Phillips. That's right, John. The chatbot, known as Dean.bot, is powered by the large language model behind ChatGPT and other open source software. It's one of the first known uses of AI in a political campaign. The pack behind this, backed by Silicon Valley entrepreneurs and activist hedge fund billionaire Bill Ackman, is using AI to spread Phillips's ideas. They've raised $4 million for this campaign, targeting New Hampshire voters. This is a new territory for AI in politics. How are experts reacting to this development? Experts like Paul Barrett from the NYU Stern Center for Business and Human Rights see it as a Pandora's box. They're concerned about the potential for AI to be used to mislead voters. Interestingly, OpenAI, the creator of ChatGPT, bans the use of its AI tools in political campaigns. After being contacted by the Washington Post, the PAC said they would remove ChatGPT from Dean.bot. It's an example of how new technologies are starting to influence presidential elections. The use of AI in this way raises questions about ethical boundaries and the impact on political discourse. Definitely, John, the technology is advancing, but the ethical and regulatory frameworks are still catching up. 
this could be a major talking point in the future of political campaigns. Moving on, let's see what CNN has to say about Google's new way to search. It seems search technologies are also evolving rapidly. CNN reports that Google has unveiled two new AI tools to revolutionize online searching. It's part of their effort to make search radically more helpful. That's right. The first feature, Circle to Search, allows Android users to circle, tap, highlight, or scribble on pictures, videos, or text to learn more about them. It's a way to interact more intuitively with content on their screens. The second feature lets users point their mobile camera or upload a photo or screenshot and ask a question via the Google app to get information. For example, they could ask about the rules of a board game they found at a yard sale. These tools are built on generative AI technology, similar to what powers ChatGPT. Google has been testing them to make search more personalized. They were first teased during Samsung's Unpacked event and will be available on the Galaxy S24 smartphone lineup as well as other high-end Android phones like the Pixel 8. Google's advancements in search, like Search by Voice and the Lens tool, have always aimed to make information more accessible. This is just another step in that direction. It's a clear indication of the tech industry's race to deploy advanced AI technologies. Google says they've only just scratched the surface of what's possible with AI. Absolutely. Now let's turn our attention to TechCrunch's article about Microsoft making its AI-powered reading tutor free. It's another example of how AI is being integrated into educational tools. TechCrunch reports that Microsoft has made its AI-powered tool, Reading Coach, available for free. It's designed to provide personalized reading practice to learners. That's right, John. Reading Coach is accessible on the web in preview, with a Windows app forthcoming. It builds on Reading Progress, a tool in Microsoft Teams for Education aimed at helping teachers foster reading fluency. Reading Coach helps learners by identifying words they struggle with and presenting them with supportive tools. These can include text-to-speech, syllable-breaking, and picture dictionaries. Interesting. How does it work for educators? Educators can view the learner's practice, including the words practiced, attempts made, and tools used. They can also share this information with students. Recently, Reading Coach added a choose-your-own-story feature, where learners can create a narrative adventure using AI. This feature is moderated for content quality and age appropriateness. It sounds like a useful tool, but are there any concerns? While there's optimism about AI in education, some experts caution that no tool is foolproof for assessing comprehension. However, many educators believe that adaptive tech like Reading Coach can be more accurate than traditional methods. It's a step towards personalized learning at scale. Now let's pivot to a different topic. Fox News has a piece on the American role in Ukraine's AI military development. It should be an interesting read.
Fox News brings us a report on Ukraine's rapid AI military development. Experts are highlighting the significant role the United States has played in aiding Ukraine's advancement in this field. That's correct, John. Benjamin Jensen from the Center for Strategic and International Studies mentioned that Ukraine's approach to AI development in warfare is anti-fragile, being built from the bottom up, unlike the Pentagon's top-down approach. The article notes that Ukraine has been using AI in various ways, including facial recognition to identify war criminals, drone guidance, satellite analysis for war crime evidence, and identifying Russian disinformation. It's fascinating how technology is being leveraged in modern warfare. How has the U.S. contributed specifically? U.S. foreign aid programs have been crucial, particularly in data sharing and tech partnerships. This collaboration has allowed Ukraine to enhance systems like the Delta Situational Awareness System, which integrates visual recognition and geolocation mapping. It's not just about the tools. The U.S. has also assisted with sensor support, processing help, and targeting processes. This comprehensive support is helping Ukraine manage the overwhelming data from the battlefield. The integration of AI into military operations is a complex and evolving field. The article also touches on the challenge of communicating AI processed data to troops in real time for effective use on the field. Indeed. While AI plays a bigger role, there's still a need for human verification in the decision-making process. This balance between AI capabilities and human oversight is a key area of focus in military AI development. Shifting to consumer tech, our next article from Android Central discusses why the author isn't buying the Galaxy S24, and Galaxy AI seems to be the reason. Our final article from Android Central discusses why the author is not buying the Galaxy S24, and it seems Galaxy AI is to blame. Samsung is apparently planning to charge for AI features after 2025. Yes, the Galaxy S24 lineup includes new Galaxy AI features, but a footnote revealed that these features might only be free until the end of 2025. This has caused some frustration among potential buyers. The article criticizes Samsung for not being upfront about this potential paywall for AI features during their Galaxy Unpacked event. It raises concerns about the increasing trend of subscription-based models and technology. It's interesting to see how the monetization of AI features in consumer products is evolving. The author seems disappointed with Samsung's lack of communication on this matter. Definitely. The author also mentions the broader trend of AI services like ChatGPT Plus and Copilot Pro moving towards subscription models. It's a sign of how AI development is becoming more commercialized. This situation reflects a larger issue in the tech industry, where features and services that were once free are increasingly being locked behind paywalls. Thank you listeners for joining us on this journey through the latest in AI technology. We hope you found our discussions informative and engaging. A special thanks to my co-hosts, Joanne and Jessica, for their insights. Stay tuned for more AI tech news in our next episode.